0: This is Game of Codes on the Raw, Show's biggest sporting debate. We are coming to the end of the decade, Jeffers, so we're covering every code in Australia and what it's going to look like in the next 10 years. We're going to do rugby in a second. We did uh, the A-League last week. Now we're going to do the NRL right now.
1: Yeah, one of the, uh, I suppose probably one of the more interesting ones, just had a a change of chairman at the ARLC, which will have quite the impact on this one.
0: And to help us do it, we've got AJ Mithin, NRL expert at theraw.com.au. How are you, legend?
2: Good, thanks, guys. Looking forward to this one. Should be good.
0: Well, what's it going to look like, mate? Is it all positive for the NRL or is there a few negatives banging around?
2: Well, it's always the same with the NRL. What what we think would be great for the game and what is actually going to happen are usually <laughs> uh, hemispheres apart. Um, and uh, Pete Landy's came on. There's been some... Uh, some people are very happy, some people have had their hearts broken because they were expecting a lot of uh, progress expansion, those sort of things, new creative TV deals, digital rights, all that sort of stuff and it looks like the NRL just again is just going to take a press and stay where it was. so I can't in 10 years who knows I would hope and I know there's a stack of other people as well who want it to be to grow and grow and grow and be more accessible and make the most of the resources it has. I mean, you know, rugby league guys in general, it always circles back to where it used to be and there's people who are terrified of doing anything different.
1: It would be... I mean, it not only would be nice, I think it's actually genuinely important for the NRL to expand beyond the typical New South Wales and Queensland boundaries, which it, it currently inhabits. It's an easy target for its critics, you know, to point at the word national in NRL and point out that it's only one time zone, two when daylight sightings so I spend is on, in New to Zealand. Uh, yeah, so you're part of the problem um and you know so Vlandi's comments about um you know the issues with perth are problematic oh they were they were idiotic seriously i mean if anyone's yes. said
2: income about expanding expanding into a market like perth which has access to different international time uh time zones there's all sorts of different um sponsorship opportunities out there there's proven interest in the game from the crowds that the Western Reds used to get and the crowds that the um, other games get. The Cobb games and uh, Origin went out there and broke the record in the stadium. So I don't know if maybe just is just, just trying to ease into the role before he starts doing some big big reform, big change. But um, yeah, I was, oh, my mouth was wide open when I read that comment about Perth I just it's completely the wrong way to go.
1: It's a bizarre one. Um and look, let's let's be honest. Expansion brings with it some serious difficulties. Do you do it through relocating the Sydney club? Um you probably have to it, it depends how far you go. If you're just going to 18 teams, you can probably found two new ones, but beyond that, you would think you know the NRL probably doesn't have enough interest to support a twenty-team competition or something like there? that. Mm. Um, oh, not so much the talent pool, but is the you know is the fan pool there? Is there enough attention in in the sport to to warrant that? Because the last thing you want is let's say four new clubs. You take it up to twenty teams. You don't want three of them to end up like the Gold Coast Titans. So, and is, it would
2: be more than that, I think, because. Um, there'd be more in trouble with the more there is. If you talk about relocating a team, I don't think they should be doing that. And I've written about this before. I think if they're going to bring in a second Brisbane team and a second Perth team, they need to be brought in like fresh um, after consulting with the community and getting on yeah. board, getting them on board to bring along so they've got a sense of ownership. I mean, we've seen um, the new A-League teams have had their own had their problems coming in. Uh, just relocating someone from somewhere else doesn't work. I'll ask anyone who supported Fitzroy. Uh, and it was in the AFL, that was. And uh, there's, I mean, getting the community on board is absolutely vital. Then you've got your corporate buy-in, then you've got all of that sort of stuff. And you saw across coast, the uh, Western Force, even though they got canned, they had a lot of interest. There was a lot of um, support and there was a lot of uh, crowd involvement, but the problem was that Rugby Australia thought there was more dollars and more exposure through Melbourne and they were spoken to by their broadcast partners which is also happening at the NRL. And that's why Brisbane's number one there. Um, one a game in Brisbane every week brings in hundreds of thousands of uh, viewers and tens of thousands in the crowd um, and all of the sponsorship and exposure that comes with that.
1: Yeah, it's there's so many moving parts there. I mean, before we run out of time, there are a few other things that you know worth mentioning. I think It'd be great to see the NRL invest in smaller suburban grounds rather than just looking at these massive behemoths of stadiums which offer no atmosphere. I think that would genuinely help crowd numbers. Because uh, ANZ
0: Stadium with 10,000 people terrible. looks terrible. Mate, yeah. It looks terrible
1: with 25. And um, Blandy, to his credit, did, did mention
2: yes, that they were That's going one to of the things that, I, I agree that- with him. uh, uh, NRL crowds, I think, have capped out at about 15,000, 16,000 over the last 20-odd years. So they're not going to find some magic bullet in a bigger stadium that pumps them up to 25, 30 per game. It's just not going to happen.
1: Um, one other, one other quick thing. Sorry, AJ. I'd love to see the NRL bring in a proper free agency and trade period because the current player movement system just does my head in.
0: One hundred percent. I don't even understand it. All of a sudden, there's blokes here, there's blokes there. It's all contracts. Falling. Oh, it's the signing a
1: contract <laughs> with a new team and then playing out the following yeah. season with another. So you speak, you speak in
2: my language, fellas. I reckon any player <laughs> should be able to go anywhere at any time until there's a deadline. If they can pay out a contract, do it. If the club can pay out the contract and bring them over early, do it. But, uh, yeah, free everyone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> AJ Mithen, NRL expert at theraw.com.au. Thanks for coming on a Game of Codes, the show's biggest sporting debate. No worries, fellas. On The Raw, Game of Codes, Australia's biggest sporting debate.